Hello, everyone. It's Video Game Fury. Hope you guys are doing well today. So you think you just do a standard weekly show. I tend to try to record on Saturdays to get them live that day. And I, I feel like a weekly cadence is pretty good. Uh, just thoughts of the day or something going on in the news. And then you wake up one Tuesday morning on a January 18, 2022. You go on Twitter after you finish breakfast. And then you come upon the news that, oh, just casually speaking, Microsoft is about to buy Activision Blizzard. Holy crap is all I have to say. Um, yeah, I mean, very few scant details going up right now. I'm sure it's going to trickle throughout the day. But this is a huge deal. And I would say definitely trumps the acquisition of Bethesda back a couple years ago more so just for the fact that it's Activision Blizzard I mean come on I mean look at the names of the franchises and games attached to that Call of Duty obviously first thing in mind when that comes about you've got all the Blizzard games from Diablo to World of Warcraft to Overwatch to even Starcraft which I know hasn't been in the zeitgeist but as a Starcraft fan I have to point it out um and you think about all the support studios they have that kind of been turning into Warzone studios. I mean, I think about, you know, Toys for Bob. I mean, they did work on the Crash Bandicoot games. Uh, the Spyro games come to mind, too. So it's it's nuts to think about. And obviously, this is going to have to go through the whole process of getting uh, uh, approved by uh, the governments uh, and make sure there's no violation of antitrust laws and everything here. So we're, we're several months away if this is going to be official, it, that that is when it's going to be official, much like how uh, the Bethesda deal happened too. But what a, what a way to start the morning. Um, my, my initial thoughts, and again, this may change as time goes by because we're only just learning, like literally as I'm recording this, this news kind of broke uh, on the official Xbox side from Phil Spencer. I think he said that he published it at 525 in the morning, which I don't know if that's, Eastern or Pacific time, so uh, it's definitely in the early morning hours. So this is only a few hours old. Uh, you can easily just go to uh, news.xbox.com, and it should be one of the top articles there. But man, this is this is something, and it, it definitely tells you again: a they are looking to really push hard on their first party content. But the big thing is that they are trying to push Game Pass, which is you know it's the bread and butter of what they've been pushing. Uh, even through uh, the release of a new console generation with the Xbox Series X and S. Game Pass is the thing they're really pushing hard on and focused on. It's the services more than the hardware that they're doing. They don't care where you play in your ecosystem, on the Series systems, on the Xbox One, or on the PC, or even on the cloud. They just want you in their ecosystem. And the only way they're going to keep justifying doing this is getting more content out there. Now, you can obviously make the case that hey, I thought we were done making these huge purchases. Like Bethesda was a big deal, um, not the kind of deal that they just made with Activision. If you're not aware, it's actually $70 billion that they're agreeing to purchase them on, whereas uh, with Bethesda, it was $7.5 billion, which still people thought that uh, they overpaid on buying Bethesda, but I digress. But, man, this is something like, I mean, it definitely tells you they're going to have – the Game Pass is set for a good while. I mean, just Call of Duty alone, I would is definitely going to be on that docket. I mean, you. And here's the thing, I 
I've seen the tweets like people getting concerned now. Now, oh, now Call of Duty is no longer going to be on PlayStation. I don't think that's going to happen. Call of Duty is too big a franchise to not be on all the systems. It's it's the same thing when Microsoft decided to buy Minecraft all those years ago. They realized that it was such a mass market game beyond the hardcore audience, the casual audience is what makes that game that they had they it was not in their favor to not release that uh Minecraft on PlayStation and Nintendo platforms. Call of Duty is absolutely going to be the same way. They're in the zeitgeist of all things mainstream. You you're only you're only damaging yourself further if you do not have it on all the platforms. So this this is a case where I do see that happening. That Call of Duty will still be on PlayStation. If you're just going to see a Microsoft logo as a publisher uh, on future Call of Duty titles. So I, I'm not. I'm less worried about that there. But man, you, you're getting all the Blizzard stuff too. And the, and the exciting thing too about it is that with Blizzard, like such a heralded name that feels like it just got dragged through the mud. Notwithstanding, obviously, all the allegation issues they've been having with harassments uh, and so on. But uh, just being turned basically into another Activision studio where they had to uh, justify getting a game out on a yearly basis like they do. Um, I feel like Microsoft is going to make sure that they have the time they need to do it. I mean, they kind of are anyway. I I don't know what that initiative was Activision was doing anyway, considering games like Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are still not coming out. And they've already said it's not at least not going to be out for another year or so. I think just Microsoft's going to reassure that, yeah, they're going to get the time Blizzard to finish the games that are on the docket and then some. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's huge, man. I know I know there's a lot of concern about this consolidation of the industry. Now with Bethesda out of the picture, uh, now uh, Activision Blizzard in the conversation, um, you keep hearing rumors about companies like potentially like Sega or Square Enix maybe bought at some point by one of these big competitors, but um, that obviously is not good. And we, we need to be careful about that because consolidating the industry is just can be bad. Because what if, they, if that company does bad, then what's going to happen to all those companies? That's that, that will really create a huge impact on this industry. It was, it's not in their favor to do that. But I think in this case, Activision Blizzard, just because really, if you come down to it there, like it's not is. It's not as big of a concern to me compared to what Bethesda may have been just because of all the types of games they had. But Activision really lives off one game and one game only, which is Call of Duty. And Blizzard is really just there. Like, they're going to take their time to make their games they wanted to make, and that that's about it. So I, I in this case, it's a special case of, like, I don't see it being a terribly big deal uh, just because of, you know, they – they, they, are, they solely rely on just a couple of franchises to keep them afloat. Very profitable franchises, mind you. I'm not taken away from that, uh, even if I'm not a big Call of Duty player. But it's um, it, it's something to, to, to really uh, touch upon there. And I, and I think to, to the, the idea of the, cult, the work culture, too, of Activision Blizzard, obviously all the scandals and the call for Bobby Kotick to, to leave as CEO, I keep, I keep seeing conflicting reports about that, that uh, – you know, obviously for now, they're still going to function as an independent company until the acquisition is, is actually official. Uh, but I've seen stuff like Kodak will still potentially stay on as CEO, but has to report to Phil Spencer. 
uh, or they may just oust him in general. I'm not sure. Uh, it, may, it may be a Kodak. Maybe this is the final draw for Kodak, who has been his own boss for at least 30 years uh, as head of Activision. He may look at this and say, "Look, I can't. I'm not. I can't report anybody. This is not who I am. I may just leave on my own accord." Because at the end of the day, we're all reporting to Phil, right? So, um, if Kodak leaves, he'll just find his figurehead to uh, kind of lead everything Activision, and then it'll still be the same thing. Very so much to really dive into this here. It, this is very fascinating. I'm going to be very fascinated. Uh, watching the news cycle on, on social media, uh, listening to all my favorite podcasts about this. I, but for now, I would love to hear you guys take on this. This is this is wild <laughs> to, to wake up to this news. Again, there was always this rumor that Microsoft had one, one more big deal in their pocket. And again, the rumors were Sega. The rumors were like uh, uh, Square Enix. I even heard Take Two was in the conversation, which I just couldn't. I, I just couldn't see that happening. They're way too big a company too, but. Um, turns out I'm wrong. Activision Blizzard was the, was the big company they were going for, and that's uh, 70 billion is a big, big deal, and that's uh, that is something. I love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Let me know your comments uh, and recordings below if you if you uh, want to do so. I'd love to have a conversation on this. This is just so fascinating to me, and I, I love to hear from you guys. Is it is this good for the industry to see? Uh, this consolidated in the way it is and the way it seems to be going, or is this just a special case that? It makes sense for this specific situation, knowing what Activision Blizzard has gone through the last few years. Love to hear you guys' thoughts. Thanks for the time. Hope to talk to you guys soon.